Hello, everybody. Welcome to Train of Thought. I'm your host, Jessica, and this is the podcast where I let a random word generator decide the topic of the episode. Basically, how this works is I randomly generate a word on randomwordgenerator.com, and um, I just talk about any ideas, thoughts, stories I have that come to mind after reading it. So here we go. The word is... Survey. Hmm. I remember one of my teacher's husbands was a land surveyor, and that was, you know, the first thing, obviously the first thing that came to mind was, you know, a guy standing on grass asking them questions about where they're from. You know, I was too old. I was in the ninth grade, but you know, yeah. And then she told us what it actually was, and that's pretty interesting, I guess. I think what I thought probably would have been more fun, but you know, it's fine. Maybe I could be a land surveyor, be self-employed, surveying lands, asking them what their favorite fertilizer is, maybe. Do you think they have a website for that, where like people pretend that they survey lands? like grass. I gave my backyard a haircut because I saw it in a video and I thought it would be funny if I tried to cut my grass with a pair of scissors. I have a video, but you know, this is a podcast, so I can't show you the video. That's what I don't like about this. I feel like if this were a video, I'd be like throwing a bunch of stuff at the camera, you know? Like, this is my dog. This is a Rubik's Cube. I can solve it. Oh boy, I can solve a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. I know Will Smith can do that too, but... (laughs) Will Smith, oh boy. I'm not gonna get into that. That's too easy. I learned how to solve a Rubik's Cube in the sixth grade. I remember my teacher, he he got two free Rubik's Cubes for some reason, and, and they had like this logo on it. I don't know. It wasn't Rubik's brand, right? And he gave it to me and one other student for really no reason. He just he just gave it to us. Um, I spent the winter break learning how to solve it through YouTube. And I was so proud of myself. <laughs> and I posted a picture of it. We had this class blog. And I posted a picture. I was like, I learned how to solve it. And nobody replied. <laughs> I thought it was cool. I was expecting them to be like congratulating me and like clapping. And like sending me messages. Because, you know... I mean, they should have, you know? It's not like they can solve it. (laughs) Yeah, I wish I could show you guys. Do you know I could totally be lying? Do you know how funny that would be if I were lying right now? If I made that all up? Because you have no way of proving it. Okay, I'm going to test you guys. I'm going to tell you a story, and you guys have to decide if it's true or false. So, I'm on a cliff, and... (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, was that joke clear enough? How often do you guys go on cliffs? No, my cousin invited me to jump off a cliff before. It was on a camping trip and they were jumping off a cliff into the lake and they invited me, but I was too scared. So that that story could have been true, but no. Damn. You know, that camping place that we were at was really cool. One time, my my cousin, same cousin, <laughs> same, the same cousin, we were sitting on the dock and she was wearing Crocs and she was like, do you guys think crocs float? And, you know, me and my sister are like, there's only one way to find out, right? We're sitting in front of a pretty big lake. So she takes off her croc and she puts it on the water and it and it keeps floating. So we're like, oh, wow, nice. It does float. Go ahead, take it, take it back. And then she's like, 
it's too far. And then it folds to the middle of the lake. Me, my cousin, and my sister are just staring at the pink croc sitting in the middle of the lake, just floating. It just kept drifting. And so we finally got it back when this girl, she was on her way back from kayaking. This random girl came in and saved the day. She saw the croc in the middle of the lake and she was pointing at it because we couldn't hear each other. We had to like gesture with our entire eight-year-old bodies pointing at the croc from the dock. She was like pointing at the croc from her kayak, gesturing if she should grab it. And we were like jumping up in the air, waving our arms, thumbs up. We were so happy. I bet she tells this story too. I would. Oh, I am. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, I wonder if my cousin knew that that was going to happen. Because, come on, did you really not know that the croc was going to float? Haven't you guys tried to wear your flip-flops into the water? and like tried to make it so that you were walking on a smooth floor underwater <laughs> with your flip-flops on because I've done that and, and you can feel like your leg lift up because of the flip-flop under your foot. <laughs> I feel like my cousin was lying. You know, I think she was. She was too old to not know that that would happen. Like, can you imagine if that croc sunk? What would be in that croc <laughs> to make it sink? I never thought about that. And they have holes in them. That'd have to be one, one really heavy croc, you know? I remember those little pins that you put in the crocs. Some of you probably know what these are because you probably still wear crocs. Because I know some people still do, but I haven't for a while. I remember I used to have these little pins. And I, I liked putting them inside, but I don't even remember what the picture on the little pin was. I feel like most things from my childhood, I just remember how they feel, but I can barely remember what they look like. This is gonna sound weird. You know how they have like a ladder, they have a staircase, and then they have, you know, those random ramps with like the, the nubs <laughs> where you put your foot and your hands on and you like climb up? I remember how those things felt. I hate the smell of crayons though. You know, we're talking about senses and childhood. I had this giant container of crayons. It had been closed for like 10 years and I opened it and like a waft of crayon smell blew into my face. It was really disgusting. Jeez. Hmm. I do kind of like crayons. You know, when you draw with a crayon, you're kind of like excused if it looks bad. Cause like, oh no, it's not me. It's the crayon. Like look, when you draw a crayon, the lines are patchy. So it's not me, it's the crayon. I used to use that one a lot. Or like if my handwriting was bad at school, I'd be like, no, 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 it's the crayon. The crayon broke on me, sorry. Man, school was fun. I remember we were coloring apples. Well, okay, I'm not good at listening to instructions. Let me just say that. In kindergarten especially, I didn't know how school worked and I didn't know that when they were talking, they were talking to me. So in one lesson in kindergarten, she was telling us the different colors of apples. And I remember her mentioning red, something about grannies. And then I remembered her mentioning blue, right? And I think she was telling us that apples aren't blue. Well, I thought she was telling us that apples can be blue. So I colored my apple blue and then got in trouble. And I was really confused. But you know what? It was with a crayon. <laughs> so you know you can't blame me. <laughs> I got in trouble a lot in school. That was fun, to be honest. I remember in first grade, I used to just like hide in the bathroom and blow bubbles with uh, the soap in the washroom. And like there was this bubble club 
there's like three girls in there already fully established club right i'm like what do i have to do to be a member of this bubble club they were like you gotta make a really really big bubble and you gotta hold it for as long as you can because they pop really fast right because like you're using hand soap and your hands so it takes talent you know give them credit oh yeah they had this special class it was probably like daycare or something and so i like walked into there a lot i wasn't invited like i had no reason to be there at all i was supposed to be in class this is still grade one and um, I would just wander in and play with everything. And then like five minutes in, they would catch me every time. You know, I told you, they were talking, but I didn't know it was directed to me. So I was really confused why they kept coming after me. Grade one, I was just, yeah. One of those kids, you know, if I drew you a picture, I'd just be a leaf blowing in the wind. That'd be a self-portrait of me in kindergarten. Or was it grade one? Man, I don't remember. So like one time in gym class, they were like showing us this hockey stick. They like put it right in front of us. We're sitting in a circle around it. It was so weird. He was like telling us instructions or something. And I was just, you know, fidgeting, playing with the hockey stick. And then, yeah, at some point, he was like, I said, don't touch the hockey stick. And then he made me sit in the corner for the whole class. And I was like, he said that? I don't even remember him saying not to touch it. And then all of a sudden I'm in the corner. Halfway through the class, I think he came up to me and he was like, do you have anything to say to me? And I was like, no, am I supposed to? I thought he was genuinely asking, like, why did they phrase questions like that? I thought he was like curious what's on my mind. I don't know what to say. Like, he never told me to say sorry, or maybe he did. To be honest, he probably did, but you know, I didn't care. I had winter boots on, he was gonna make me play anyway. I didn't even like gym class. <laughs> yeah, I used to, I used to um, make excuses to get out of the class a lot. I used to tell my mom that my stomach hurted. That was like a very common one. They probably thought I had like health issues because I kept using the same excuse because I'm that smart. Yeah, I went to McDonald's one time because my mom found out I was lying and she was like, dude, you know what? I feel bad, let's get McDonald's. So I spent the day at McDonald's. Okay, and our time is up. So the randomly generated word was survey, and we somehow got to elementary school stories. So that's pretty fun. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to stay tuned for the next one where a special guest will be joining me. And it's gonna be so much more fun, and we're gonna have a lot more stories. It's gonna be great. So make sure to stay tuned, or don't. You know, it's up to you.